It's time to discover your home's potential with Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Rob Perrettini on Measure Twice. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. And we are brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where services priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. Also, Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can email us at uh, questions at mtwiceshow.com, or you can visit our website and click on the Contact Us page. And we've got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. We've got Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, already doodling on the notepad in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's now become a staple. I'm Casey Hendrickson. So, guys, how was the holiday, man? It was good. Yep, yeah. 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 <laughs> what holiday? Think, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? I know. Have you guys picked up or slowed down a little bit since the holiday or business-wise? Uh, Picking up some projects maybe? That well, like for, for me, right, like a couple of days before Christmas to now people just don't want stuff tore up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're getting, I mean, like now people are ready to get going again. That's what yep. I figured. They've kicked the family out of the house. They're yep. ready to actually get going on their projects yep. and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of a nice little uh, reprieve. Get a little kind of, kind of come up for air for a minute. <laughs> okay, that's always good. Yeah, yeah. They, my my work forced me to go, actually go on vacation. So <laughs> there, was, there was that. I walked in. There was a meeting. Like you're taking the week of Christmas off. I'm like okay, fine. Yeah. It's, all right. Okay. How about paint? Paint's one of those things that I think that a lot of people know that they want to do. They know that they can obviously add some value, make their home feel a heck of a lot better um, on the inside and the outside, but there's a lot of different paint options out there. And we'll even get into maybe how to hire the right painter, uh, because there's a lot of people out there like me who hate painting, in spite of the fact that our spouse absolutely loves it and forces us into it every single time. (laughs) Um, But I can't stand it. I absolutely hate painting. And so I'd rather have somebody else do it. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Yeah, it's. I'm one of those where it's like I get so frustrated. I always tell myself, all right, I'm going to do everything right. I'm going to take the time. I'm going to prep. I'm going to do it all great. And then, no. No. Like halfway, and I'm like, no, forget it. Overspray? Yeah, it'll come off later. <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. It's, it's fine. I'm just one of those types. But there's a lot of different types of paints, too. It's not just selecting the color. It's getting the right paint. I was in the, uh, uh, the hardware store the other day. And I know it's not an official paint store, but it's a hardware store where a lot of people get their paint. I mean, you can get overwhelmed. Like, you have no oh, idea yeah. what this stuff is. Oh, yeah. So kind of kind of say, uh, tell everybody, like, where we're going to be starting. Let's let's just uh, start with the exterior, work our way in, and then we'll work to some of these smaller projects like cabinetry, doors, things like that, and if you need different types of paint. So let's just start on the outside. What types of paint should you be looking at for the outside of your house? The good one. <laughs> but what makes a good one, right? So you got the, the $50 a gallon, uh, comes with primer, is one coat, and then no. you have the $10 Gallon comes with primer is one coat. Oh, there's <laughs> yeah. no such. First of all, there's no such thing as one coat. Right. I was going to say that I have never run into a paint where it was one coat, and I, I don't think that I've ever seen a benefit of having the primer in the paint. Have you guys? No. No. Okay. No. So it's just a waste of money then. It's just buy the primer. It's a marketing yeah. tool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll give you better coverage. Yeah, but you still need two coats. So yes. what does it matter? Yeah. At exactly. minimum, two exactly. coats. Right. All right, so on the outside, what type of paint should we be looking at besides a good one, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot. Of, I mean, it depends on what you're painting. A lot of times, if it's cedar, you're using some sort of uh, stain. Okay. For for that, same with decks. You're not necessarily because you can get stains that that are any color. 
mm-hmm. that aren't translucent. So you're better off going with the stain because it's not going to peel. Okay. Or pull away from the wood. I don't. What, anything else? <laughs> well, I um, I always use like a semi gloss on the exterior because it up it withstands the weather better. Mm-hmm. Semi gloss actually is better for weather. Yes. Really. Yes. Okay. That, on, like for trim, that. not with not the, for your house, right. but for trim. Um, it's because it, of the sheen in it. Right. Yeah, that the sheen. It's, it's it. It does it harden more or it, it, it's it's not as. It's more durable. Porous. It's more durable. The paint's not porous, but it's right. it's just more durable. Okay. And it'll hold up better, like around your for your basically use that for trim. Then basically a good latex mm-hmm. for just anything good else. latex paint. Because you know you walk into the store and it's like oh it says outside or exterior or whatever, and you just assume all right, well that's going to be fine then, right? But I don't think a lot of people think on the exterior about going through the various forms of of finish. It's not sheen. E- yeah, it's not even just the paint. For the exterior, it's how you prep that's going to make that paint long-lasting. I could just, like, spray right over it, right? It says exterior yeah. paint. Yeah. An, exterior, an exterior will be peeling off, and you'll be oh. wondering why you... What's <laughs> the heck? See, this is more reason why you got to hire a painter, because I don't even exactly. want to do that. <laughs> Wife is like, paint the house. I'm like, all right, just throw a bucket of paint up there. We'll yeah. spread it yeah. around. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I figured you'd do the, uh, what is that, that spray-on stuff, the... That you've been talking oh, about. Oh, Plastidip? Yeah, plastidip. Oh, you can Plastidip the yeah. exterior of a house, man. That'd be that. easy. You don't even need to clean there. <laughs> and it peels off. You could have two different colored houses, one for the summer and one for the winter. There you go. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I haven't That's tried to cool. Plastidip a house, but I'll work on that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy some of the sprayable gallons and tell you guys how it goes. Um, all right, so you latex paint on the exterior. Chris, make, sh- uh, make sure you get a good one. How do you know what a good one is? Is it just the price or what? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, I don't know the formulas, but there are obviously, like anything else, good, better, best. Yeah. Who has the best commercial, right? Yeah, yeah. that's more what yeah. it is. Yeah, sometimes there aren't any commercials for them. <laughs> well, or the you better paints. Want to buy those, or do you want to buy those because they're quiet? Those are the it's better paints. The quiet ones. Yeah, the good ones. Right? They're sneaky. Correct. Yeah. It's that way in dating. It's always the quiet ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Get your dating tips there. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. It didn't take very long for us to go on that line, did it? <laughs> Um, all right, so on the exterior, you want a latex paint. Uh, if you're looking at wood areas, look for a really good stain, uh, whether it's translucent or not. And then as we work our way on the inside, I mean, do we miss anything on the outside? I mean, pretty no, pretty I basic think, I, on the outside, yeah. I think. I think it's like Chris said. I mean, really, it's all about your prep. Right. Environmental concerns, fume concerns, things like that with exterior paint. Not, on the ex- like not so the much on the exterior. No. No. Okay. All right. We don't care about the animals. Bambi, you know, forget about you. I mean, if it's licking the paint off of the wall, then there's something wrong with it already. <laughs> right. You might have freeze in it. <laughs> so as you move your, your way inside the house, though, um, one of the things that you will see, obviously, as you go in is the door. And is there a different type of paint that you would have to use for doors inside your home versus what you put on your walls? Or that, can it be pretty universal? Is there any extra attention that has to go with the door? Uh, your doors, you're usually using the same type of paint that you're using for your trim. Correct. Okay. Which would be preferably, if you can still get it, oil base. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for your trim and your doors, you're going to look for an oil base. That that used to primarily. be that used to be the standard. It's a little harder to get. Now they have the uh, the mixture where it's oil and latex blend because okay. the Environmental Protection Agency or the government kind of banned the oils because of the fumes. Okay, it was breaking down the in ozone layer. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. All right. So, so you, but you're going to look at something like an oil base yeah. or a hybrid oil base. Yeah. If yeah. you can't get oil base, use again. You use your your semi gloss for your trim. Okay. Just because it weathers a little bit better. It takes the semi gloss cover better. Not necessarily. It takes more abuse. Takes more, okay. and it's easier to to dust it and keep it clean. Well, yeah, you've got that a little bit more of a slick surface. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little bit easier. Doesn't grab as much. Right. right. It's not like grip tape. Right. Okay. So on your doors and trims, again, like an oil base, if you can get it, or a hybrid or something like that. Now, what about um, as you go inside your basic walls? I think everybody understands, oh, just get interior paint, and then it's just deciding what your finish is. But I see some people, they get flat paint yeah. on the inside, yeah. and then they complain about light. Um, and then I think eggshell was always like the standard you're supposed to use on the inside. Is that still the case or no? Eggshell is easier to clean. I, I like a low sheen eggshell. Yeah, okay. I do too. Which is kind of in between. It's kind of satin. They call it a satin now, I think. Is it? It's a satin finish, eggshell finish, flat, scrubbable okay. flat. Um, <laughs> which, well, it's just it. Like, it's like, like you said, said I, you get confused is, with all of the... This is what got me thinking about right. this. Is You know, you used to go to the store and you, you'd buy something and there was, I think we had oil, um, water, and latex. And then now it's like they've got all of these different terms now. You've got all right. these different finishes. It used to be uh, flat eggshell... And what semi gloss and that was it, and that was it. And now it's like, good lord, I couldn't even begin to figure out what in the heck they're trying to talk about. Yeah. Well, I, when I'm advising a client, I I, I like eggshell, okay, because if you've got high traffic areas, it's easier to keep it clean. If you do a flat paint, just a standard flat, and you try to clean it, the paint comes off. Okay. But there's even the, with the magic eraser, even yep. with the, yeah, even with <laughs> especially, the, especially with especially the magic, with the magic <laughs> eraser, <laughs> they uh, but but they now have that new scrubbable flat, which really is a low sheen eggshell, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> they call it a flat, but people want flat paint. Now. Well, right. but but the advantage of a flat paint is you don't see your perfection, in, any imperfections in your wall because nothing's reflecting, reflecting. Okay, it's not reflecting. So if you've got a really sucky wall. <laughs> You might want to consider a flat paint. Yeah, it just it just hides more. Yeah, and then a f- your okay. ceiling is always flat. Ceiling is always flat. If you're going to paint it, it's typically yeah. flat. Okay. Why wouldn't the ceiling? Uh, you know, we'll get to this in here in just a second because I got a question about why the ceiling wouldn't be uh, any of the other finishes. We'll get to that in just a minute. I've got answers for you. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I'm ready. There you go. Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. Chris Kramer from C Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. You're listening to Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3 Michigan's News Channel. Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for tuning in to Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. And again, Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson, and Measure Twice is brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors, visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And if you have any questions, email us at questions at mtwiceshow.com. I'm assured that I will have access to that this week. Hey, so, all right. Hey, uh, good. We will, we will see how that goes, though. Just because I've been told I'll have access to it doesn't mean it's going to happen that way. And uh, But again, you can also go to the website, mtwiceshow.com, and click on the Contact Us page. We're talking about paint today. And it, basically what it was is I walked into a hardware store and I started looking at all the paint. I'm like, what in the world has happened in the world of paint since the last time I painted? Because you used to go in. Okay, where's the interior and exterior paint? All right, great. Um, so we just we pick from what, oil, latex, water, and then you pick your finish, which was always flat, semi-gloss, uh, flat, eggshell, 
semi-gloss, and then gloss, and that was pretty much it. Now it's just they've got all sorts of stuff. Scrubbable yeah. flat, which is really just eggshell. Uh, satin, which is really just eggshell. I don't know why we got rid of eggshell. Wasn't it the most popular paint for the inside well, anyway? It's, it's still, there. still there. It's still there. So why why are so many people renaming eggshell something else? <laughs> well, satin, I think, is just a... Uh, it's a little it's higher a, sheen. Yes, a little higher sheen than eggshell. So if you want to go up a notch but not be a semi-gloss... So you could call it, instead of low sheen eggshell, you can call it high sheen okay. eggshell. And you haven't even talked about lacquer yet, either. Oh, so. we're getting there. Man. We're oh, getting man. there. It's, this is We could probably do two shows on paint, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. All right, so where... where? Oh, yeah, we, we left off at the flat ceilings. Why do you paint your ceilings flat, Chris? Why do you paint... That's, yeah. that's, when you want more light to reflect off of them, or...? Well, if they're white, they will re- re- reflect anyway, because it's... I think white's like an 85% reflective. Okay. So, but typically, and there is a ceiling white paint. You can just go into the store and buy it. I want ceiling white, and there it is in a gallon already to go. So That's now, the one you, thing that's still simple. That's one thing that's still simple. Okay, but do they all have the same shade of color? Yeah. Oh. Ceiling white, ceiling, ceiling white. white is- so I can buy, like, Acme ceiling white <laughs> and then go over and get AAA ceiling white, and I should be okay? Yeah, but I never use it. Okay. I never really spec ceiling white. Because it's why? Because there's so many other colors to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> Chris doesn't like vanilla ice cream. That's no. it's, it's. I mean, it, it depends on what you're doing in the room. I mean, black ceilings are pretty dramatic. It seems like me mirrors are a more functional option for your ceiling than painting them white. Well, it depends on your room. It's right, <laughs> especially for the naked room. Right. That's right. Oh God! <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. We had to. I know. Look, I, I've, I've been doing this show for how long? Three weeks now. I think we brought oh. up the naked room in every single episode. It's got to oh, be a look, thing. Oh, look! I can see me from all angles. <laughs> oh. I was I was leaning more towards mirrors on the floor for that. Oh, <laughs> <Hey>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So do you get unbreakable mirrors or smear-free mirrors? What about anti-fog? Oh my God! There's so many options here. Good luck at church, Chris. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see yeah. if anybody else comes up to you and talks about us crossing the line here. Woo! All right, uh, man. Okay. I, I just got a visual I just didn't want yeah. this morning. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's why none today. of us have coffee in front of us oh, right now, which is probably oh. a bad idea. Um, <laughs> all right, so you paint, but you paint the the ceiling a, a flat color. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to that, that's pretty standard. I mean, you walk into most homes, and that's what you're going to see is a ceiling white. Okay. But that doesn't mean you have to do ceiling white. Doesn't mean you have to keep it that way. That's right. Right. Very good. All right, so we talked about the inside being mostly an eggshell. That's what Chris recommends. And um, then, of course, you can go into the colors, and and that's going to be part of, you know, your furniture. You select the color of your house first or your furniture, or just does it kind of depend on your circumstances, if you're going to look at your colors? Because you always want your paint and your furniture to kind of, you know, blend Everything should blend, right. Yeah. I start with the... well, it depends on what, I, what we're doing. Sometimes you pick the, pick the paint for, first and then It just depends on it. if you have the furniture that you already want. Well, if you're doing new construction, they need paint before you're even thinking about furniture okay. because they want to get the primer on. They want to prime the walls months before mm-hmm. the house is even done. And you should get the primer separate. We've already established yes, that. The primer is separate. <laughs> the, the paint with primer, the paint and primer in one, is a uh, marketing scam. You right. pay like more for something that doesn't work. Right. So... So typically, we yeah. Then you just work your your fabrics and things around the paint colors that you select. You're selecting and okay. your flooring. Typically, you've already selected your flooring material, so that helps sometimes guide you in color choices. Now, why do you think that we don't have like high gloss and and semi gloss more on the inside of residential areas? You see it more in commercial areas uh, it, because your walls need to be perfect. Okay, 
I mean, literally, they have to be. It, yeah, it just perfect. reflects that, every yeah, right. imperfection. That higher, that higher sheen shows every imperfection. And yeah. it doesn't matter how good your fin- your drywall finisher is, there's going to be some imperfections. It's just how it is. Now, what about with the, the textured walls and, and things like that? Oh, which don't is do it. really it's popular in most, I think, of the country, especially out west. You know, they do the, the little orange peel and then they knock it down. Yeah. And that's designed to cover the imperfections. Of course, you have the flat wall, you see every little. Uh, thing that's wrong with it. Um, why come you don't see people going with like the semi gloss and the gloss with those with those walls? Oh man, that would. I mean, it would. Again, you're going to see every shadow, every uh, every characteristic of that. So you might scare wall. the kids in their room. Yeah, night, it's going to stand out, okay. and you just you don't want that. You just want it to be kind of soft and in the background, not okay. like in your face. It'd be in your face if it were semi-gloss. Now, what about types of paints on the inside? Because this is where I think a lot of the marketing gets into, um, you know, are you going to kill your kid? If you're pregnant, you can't use this type of paint. You're you talking know, like low, low VOC VOCs, stuff, right? Yeah. And that, that sort of thing. I mean, what are the, the options for people? What are the actual concerns that they should probably look at on the inside when they're painting? Well, you should probably stay away from lead paint. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, okay. You don't think that's a little oversold, though? Oh well, I do, but it was at one point. <laughs> Touche. I like that. Lead and asbestos are coming back, folks. <laughs> what? Yeah, anything you get from China. My oh, well, that's <laughs> true. My, my <laughs> All right, IKEA. Yes, I was gonna yes. say. All right, IKEA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Good lord. <laughs> you guys hate IKEA. You can't stand IKEA. That's funny. All right, so okay, but you know, as, as far as low VOC and everything else, it's environmentally friendly, so it doesn't have the off-gassing that typical typical paint that does. Uncle Bernie has. But yeah. you know, regular paint to me doesn't. It's not. I, I, that to me, in my opinion, is an, is oversold. Because the thing is, is that that dissipates so right. quickly so anyway. You don't even notice it, really. Right. The only thing that you do is oil base if you're using an oil base paint, because that right. does have a strong a longer, and it's a longer dry time. Right. Like, it takes five days to cure. Yeah. So, okay. so what types of paint should people typically be using on the inside of their house? Good ones. <laughs> that that's really. Do you want a brand, or do you want, you want me to tote to a brand? If you got a brand that you recommend that you Benjamin use, Moore. Benjamin I mean, Moore is the only. Benjamin Moore. It's, it's the one I spec first. Okay, and why is that? Uh, it's the best paint on the market. Proven. Bar none. How? Bar none. But I mean, how do you know? It's that? it's been proven over time. Why? By projects. I'm acting as the consumer yeah, here, is yeah. not walking no, in under- like, okay, why are you recommending this paint? I understand that. Gonna- I mean, it it it. It is a higher price point it for is. paint. I mean, paint's not that expensive anyway, but it's it's more than most other paints. Okay. But it's the durability, the coverage. Yeah, it's just been proven. People don't in, think about coverage though. In years of projects, it it goes on like I mean, yeah. it, it goes on like butter. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the way it coats. Yeah. Um, the I don't I don't know that much about the ingredients of paint, but if you were to put that against somebody else's, and you can see that there's a difference in consistency there. Yeah. Okay. So when you're actually using it on your wall, it, the coverage is so much better. It's so much richer. Okay. Well, and, and that's something that, like, if you have a painter coming into paint, it's worth having a better paint because they'll be out of there quicker because mm-hmm. they're not going over it. And then touching it up, yeah, you know. I, I said people don't think about coverage. Right. I think they think a gallon of paint is a gallon, a gallon of paint. And that's, and that's not true. One, a cheap gallon of paint might give you a quarter of that wall by the time right. you're done with it, right? Uh, whereas a good quality one could probably do the whole room. And I don't know what it's going to look like six months, a year from now, right? Because color does change on a right. wall. I mean, it sure. does fade over time, but uh, 
yeah, the, the less expensive paints, you're paying twice. You're buying more because you have to cover more. Okay. So Benjamin Moore? Is that what and Benjamin Moore is, is my preference. That after that, it would be Sherwin-Williams. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it, it types of paints on the inside? Uh, as far as like latex, water, it's latex, latex. Okay, everything's basically For the everything's most part latex. Anymore, yeah. Yeah, can get away with it. Yeah. And why is why is latex so much better than than these other ones? It's just uh, it's come a long way. I mean, the latex as far as durability and coverage, and it's just really the standard anymore. Okay. All right. And it's easy to clean. Yeah. Up after yourself. Right. You're not soaking brushes and in, in paint thinners and things of that nature. Yeah. It's water so, clean. It's water clean. Okay. Makes makes sense. All right, so here's here's what we got. Uh, anything we're missing on the walls, stuff like that, or because no, I'm thinking no. the next segment we might move into like cabinetry, because a lot of people paint their cabinets and things like that. Can you do that? Can you do standard uh, paints with that? We'll get to that here in yeah. this this next segment. So if there's anything that we missed on the think about it during the break, if there's anything we missed on before we get into that, let's let's hit that first, and then we'll go into cabinetry mm-hmm. uh, and how to properly paint your cabinets or refinish your cabinets. We've got more coming up. Measure twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. And hello, thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. And we want to thank our sponsors, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier, excuse me, Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And, of course, you can send us questions at uh, questions at mtwiceshow.com. Visit us on the website at mtwiceshow.com and uh, click the Contact Us page. All right, so we're talking about painting today. And we kind of left with the general, you know, um, common space in the home. Do we miss anything on that before we move on to how to do your cabinets and stuff? No. Not really. Okay. I don't think so. Because one of the things that was kind of universal with the cabinet thing uh, when I mentioned uh, how to paint your cabinets, because, of course, every DIY show is like, oh, you can easily upgrade your kitchen yeah. by painting your cabinets, right? And you, you guys, I know that you don't have a camera in the audience, but you should have seen these two react to painting your cabinets. Both of them, heads just, no, don't do it, don't do it, just hire somebody to do it. Um, I wouldn't think that painting cabinets would be all that difficult, but apparently this is a real pain in the neck. It's oh, yeah. very difficult, very tedious work. Yeah. Why? Well, first of all, you want the doors. You have to take the doors off. Okay, so you can just spray the hinges, though, right? <laughs> yeah, you can just do that. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's what ends up happening. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that's what I see ends that, up happening. That's what happens when uh, when uh, Mrs. Hendrickson says paint the cabinets, and I'm just like, nope, halfway through it, I'm not going to prep properly. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to go over everything. Okay, so you got to remove the the cabinet doors. Yeah, it just it takes the cabinet doors off. It's just, it's just it's a pain, but it has to be needs to be done. But uh, for me, it's a good painted cabinet doesn't look like a painted cabinet, right? Okay, it doesn't look like you paint. You don't see any brush marks. You don't see any roller marks. It has to be perfect, smooth. Mm-hmm. Well, that and I mean, just if you think about it, a cabinet is usually one and a half inch to three inch rails and styles, three quarter inch thick. You have to paint all that stuff. It's not like a wall where you're rolling it on there and it's just easy. You're you're painting with the grain, so you're changing directions all the time. You're, you, and typically, if you're going to paint your cabinets, you want to get the inside too, so that it looks 
Yeah, you uniform. Don't know, yeah, you don't open it up, and you've got cherry on the inside. Right. And <laughs> so, it's, and and painting the inside of that box is tedious. With the grain you mentioned, painting with the grain. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Uh, it, you you know if you didn't. Well, it's like it goes to what Chris was saying. You don't want to see the brush marks. You don't want to see that. You want it to be fluid, clean, and okay. very fluid. Yeah. Just, and so, if you're painting against that. Yeah, you're never gonna get. Yeah, you're you, never gonna get away from the marks. You go with the grain. The paint just kind of flows into the grain, and you don't see any right. brush marks or okay. roll so marks. So you're typically, if you're if you're gonna do this properly, you're not doing horizontal or vertical. You're all over the board. Yeah, you're kind of swirling around. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, it's like Joel said. You know, you've got the box. You know, the styles, the rails. That has to be all hand cut in. It's not something you can just. You know, that's this is quick, yeah, and be done with it. It's not. I, I, I wouldn't paint my own cabinets. I'd have somebody else do it. Yeah. Joel, a, you were saying that you did cabinets so many months ago, and they're just still I, sitting there waiting for paint because you don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I did some built-ins, and I'm waiting for the painter because <laughs> I'm. There's no way. All right, so let's say somebody out there is going. What do these professionals who have a lot of experience know? I'm going to paint my own cabinets in my kitchen anyway. What kind of paint should they be using? Oil base. That, that for sure is an oil base. Okay, you can't just the, take the same stuff that you're throwing on your walls no. and, and put it on your cabinet. Why is that? It's the durability. It it, it dries harder. Okay, and it's just it's going to hold up to the to the abuse. Okay, and that's what you need. I mean, if you're going to take the time and you're going to do it, you don't want to have to do it again. Could you, <laughs> if you don't use the oil base paint? on your cabinets could you run into a problem with food particles and trash and things like sticking to it and really being difficult to kind of get off is that uh, when you bring up the durability is that a concern that you would have with the oil base or is there something else it's well it's about the cleaning because that stuff's going to happen you're going to have to clean it off opening and closing stuff you know it's banging against the doors are banging against the styles and rails i mean it putting dishes in things like that you know i mean you're knocking it it's it because it dries harder and it's a harder finish it's going to hold up to that abuse and then the cleaning too okay it doesn't chip as easy right i mean you can use a little bit more abrasive cleanser on oil base than you can a latex okay and protect the and still have a protected finish all right is there anything that we forgot when it comes to interior painting well i i mean i i just recommend people find a good painter right <laughs> i mean i know it, it's something that you can do and but you know cutting in around windows cutting in trim and having everything look clean and nice and and, and the it, paint being where it should be and not seeing roller tr- marks right. in your walls after it dries because you didn't really apply it properly and a good painter takes care of all that i mean you don't see any imperfections I so. mean, or you're just using the six dollar, um, you know, I never one of includes it. primer paint. Nope, I don't use those things. <laughs> you know, the other thing that a good painter will do, and this is something that it took me probably six painters until we found I found the guys that I I will I will stay with them until we're, I'm not doing it anymore or they're not doing it anymore. Is the small the details like caulking in the trim, mm-hmm. putting holes on trim. Uh, it, like I mentioned before, no, no matter how good your drywall finisher is, there's going to be imperfections in that drywall. So w- once you start applying uh, your primer, mm-hmm. so maybe you have pock marks in, a, in an area where it dried a little bit differently, 
you don't find those oftentimes until you start priming it. A good painter, somebody who cares about his finished product, is going to go back over that with a, a skim, co- a thin coat of drywall mud, and then and then prime it again. And those are things that you know. Ask people if you're going to hire a painter, if you're going, if you're not going to do it yourself, and you're going to hire a painter, ask them. You know how they prep the walls, what they do with once you know once the primers up there and they see imperfections are they going to take care of those and how do they take care of those so one of the things that always irked me just years from doing pest control going to apartment buildings and things like that is um, like when you see you know various trim cabinets up against the wall where like there isn't a caulking right you know to seal it and then like half of that crack is exposed and then the other half is covered by like a layer of paint right you know and it's it's not because it's peeled out it's just because when they painted it there wasn't enough paint to fill whatever was there well, because they didn't put any caulk in there yeah right and paints it may fill a void for a for a period of time but that's going to certainly not durable yeah it's not yeah. no it's, that's not it's not a permanent solution no okay so we've established that we all hate painting I mean, two of you are professionals. <laughs> One just has a wife who, for some reason, just absolutely loves painting, and I don't really know why, but I always get volunteered to help her, and I keep telling her, no, you want to paint, you do it. Because um, <laughs> it's... I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not bad at it. I just really don't like doing it, so right. I don't put in the best effort, you know, to, to get it done properly. Uh, so you should probably hire a painter if you're in uh, the same mindset as the three of us. Yeah. So how do you find a really good one? Besides the word of mouth, you know, talk to people who've used them. How do they prep the surface and things like that? Uh, what are some tips for people out there who might need to find a painter? Call us. Yeah. Just give you a call? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you some painters. Yeah. One in particular. Give. Give you names. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> just, I just, you know, I'm just going yeah, to make you can sure there's an angle. You can borrow them. Because <laughs> I, I may or may not share that information. It yeah. just depends on okay. how busy I am and how bad I need them. Are those painters <laughs> that you said you're going to stick with for life, the ones you were telling the story about during the commercial yeah. break? Yeah. Just Did, go and tell the story because it was it was pretty impressive. And for people out there listening, I, I mean, I was impressed just at listening to it casually while you two were talking. As you're, far as? You're sharing a story about them, about how they had done with some kitchen cabinets, I think you oh. had said. Well, they'd done Chris's they did my brothers. Brother-in-law. They did your brothers, okay. And how did that go? Great. They look great. Well, and the thing is, is that we were what we were talking about is a lot of painters will come in and they'll want to spray everything. Mm-hmm. So they will take the doors off and take them away and spray it and spray the ca- the box. And they did everything by hand. Yeah, they did. and it looks like it's sprayed. I mean, that's impressive. You, I mean, lots of professional painters can't get that done, right? And his painters are my painters. Yeah. I mean, we use the same painters. So pretty high recommendation. And we wouldn't use any. I don't really want to use anybody else. Right. Is there a benefit to using them you know, by hand? Because I know you obviously you love these guys. You're raving about them during the, during the, the break. Uh, is there a benefit to doing it by hand as opposed to taking everything off and just going and spraying it? Um, I, their quality. I mean, there's not necessarily. Maybe your coverages will make a difference. You'll get more paint on your cabinet okay if you're doing it by hand all right sounds but. good anything else that we missed painting cabinets duh gotta use oil base on the cabinets Absolutely. Uh, gotta use an oil base or a hybrid for what trim doors right yeah um you gotta use your stain obviously for your exposed wood outside whether it's translucent or not latex for the interior paint uh anything else that we missed i think we i think we hit it pretty good all right and then we're, we're pretty 
set on some kind of an eggshell or something like that <laughs> inside on the walls. Okay. All right. Just making sure we covered our bases here. Yeah. And if there's anything else that comes up, of course, go to mtwiceshow.com and click on the contact us and shoot us a message. Especially if you really hate latex paints because maybe yeah. you have an allergy <laughs> or something, you need an alternative. We'd be happy to go ahead and help you out with that. All right, folks, you're listening to Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Got more Measure Twice coming up on 95.3 MNC. Worn and weathered with its roof sunk in. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. And this is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. we got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and C. Kramer, excuse me, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. That only took me one episode into the year to do that to you, yeah, man. That's all right. There you go. Casey Hendrickson here. And again, I want to thank our sponsors, Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. All right, so we talked about painting today, uh, and you guys had mentioned, hey, we're in the new year now, and we can expect some price increases uh, for various uh, projects in your respective industries. Talk about that a little bit. Well, there's always, I, typically the new year, February, March, that's usually when price increases happen with the vendors that I use. I don't know. how to, Is that about the same for you, Chris? Or Yeah. Th- uh, this is about the time of year we'll start getting a new price list. Right. For all these price increases. And so people are just kind of getting ready for you know the new year and, and this would be a, a season where they're going to be adjusting, getting ready for the really busy seasons. Is that pretty much what we're looking at? Or? Well, I think in Joel's case, natural disasters that have hit are going to yeah. drive like lumber prices, shingle yeah. prices, any building price, building, basically. Building, all building materials are going to be – we're going to see an increase for two reasons. One is just supply and demand, all of the houses that have been destroyed by a couple of hurricanes and wildfires. I mean, that's a massive amount of work that's going to be done on top of an already – over overburdened. Right. Um, now, is, is that stuff, industry. like material-wise, when you're looking at, you know, disaster areas with wildfires or hurricanes and uh, things like that, are materials kind of, like, prioritized to go to those areas as opposed to um, areas where you might be doing some no. remodeling or anything like no. that? Or is it still kind of first come, first serve? That's, I mean, you know, that's basically what it is. I mean, they're just trying to supply everybody for their okay. needs. The problem is, is you can – the, su- the demand is going to be higher than the supply for a while. So there will be increases. At some point in time, there will probably be a, where, it, where it comes back down. But, you know, for the foreseeable future, for the next year or two at least, there's going to be some increases on, I mean, cabinetry is going to go up because of material. Even at Ikea? Well... <laughs> Yeah, that's not. Even, they don't use wood, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I had to give you guys a free shot there. <laughs> I well, I was swallowing the throw up that I, <laughs> I had to throw up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't like IKEA. Yeah. Oh man! So, All right, so but, lumber and, and other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I you know because well, for one, a lot of lumber comes from where the forest fires were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, that's, that's gonna, a good point. So that's going to affect. And where the hurricanes were too, so oh, yeah. you're gonna you're that's going huh. to affect the prices just because of that, and then on top of that, the rebuilding of those areas. 
And so it's just something that you have to understand. There's, I mean, in some cases, I was talking with uh, a guy that we do work with for, with kitchens and bathrooms, or k- some cabinetry. You know, some companies are seeing like a 9% increase in cabinet. That's cabinet, huge. Cabinets. Wow. It's huge. That's huge. That's on the high end of it. But still, it's not. I mean, you know, a lot of times it's a 1%, 2% increase. Yeah, it's not, that's not, not how it's going to be this yeah, year. Yeah, 9%, 10%, that's, that's massive. Yeah. Yeah, because usually it's 2 to 3%. Right. Oh, wow. So, you know, I mean, it's something to be, it, it's not something to be afraid of because it's not going to be where it, it bludgeons your budget mm. <laughs> necessarily, but it's something to be aware of and be prepared for when you are making a budget or thinking about a project that you know, this is probably going to be more than what I had anticipated. So your your expensive kitchen remodel may have gotten a, a little bit more. more expensive now, right? Uh, as a result, so you got to you got to budget accordingly. Could this be an open door to bring back aluminum cabinetry? No, <laughs> I didn't know this existed. I was watching one of those DIY shows the other day, and they were tearing down these cabinets. I'm like, that's like aluminum cabinet from like 1950s or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. holy smokes! I think those things are sweet, but apparently Chris does not. <laughs> I. I I mean, I was fairly impressed. They were trying to destroy it with a sledgehammer, and it wasn't breaking <laughs> apart. So I was like, well, yeah. I, I think we had them in one of the houses I was growing up in. Really? Yeah. Really? They were painted white. Yeah, they were nasty. What kind of paint <laughs> you used to paint those? Uh, they were already painted. <laughs> plastic dip. Yeah. It's always plastic. It always goes <laughs> back those. to plastic dip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did, we did have orange cabinets and yellow when really? I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, those were... They, yeah, yeah, that was the 60s, though. Yeah, a period of time where, yeah, the country collectively lost its mind. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and, uh, that was, the, yeah, that was the period. Okay. <laughs> my, uncle was, was an art, was my uncle was an artist and a designer, and he came in and said, let me do your... To my parents, let me do your kitchen. So they were orange and yellow. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool for the period, but it, it didn't last very yeah. long. Yeah. Right. So no aluminum cabinet, but you like aluminum... Okay, will you be sourcing out aluminum? <laughs> you know, I mean, if somebody really wants them, I think we could we could make it happen. Where would you find those? I don't know. I didn't know they existed until I saw this thing. I was like, you got to I like me. the aluminum clad or this brushed nickel stainless like clad stainless. with the glass. Okay. Oh, those are those are yeah. sweet. Can you get those at IKEA? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Whether they're aluminum and glass, I don't know. But yeah. they yeah, mystery material. Have yeah. Now, what about your industry, though, Chris? Are you guys having uh, some significant price increases because of anything that's been going on in the the world of natural disasters well, or anything like that? There's always price increases this time of year. I think it's time to give employees pay raises and benefits change, so mm-hmm. prices go up. So, and raw materials, foam. It's always a big Price one. Price lumber is always a concern. The transportation costs of things. Mm-hmm. It's always a that's always a factor in these things. Lumber for your you know when they're for yourself of frames and mm-hmm. and your wood products go up. So we'll occasionally receive a letter from the manufacturers that we've we're doing everything we can to keep the prices in check. However, however, yeah, things happen. It's, yeah. it's you know standard form letter like we're doing what we can, but but you know right. we can't we can't continue to eat into our profits. And typically they'll go two to three percent, but it's not across the board. It might be on selected items. Okay, so they try to keep it spread 
evenly so, so that it doesn't hit, hit everything. So your industry is going to have your price increases too, but it's not going to be nearly as, as much of an impact as what Joel's is going to be having just yeah. because of the lumber issue and everything else. I can't imagine on. getting a 9% increase. That's huge. That would, um, well, it's like I said, that's, that's on the high, that's definitely like, that's the highest that I've heard so far. But That's the extreme. Uh, to give people kind of an idea, a lot of the end products that you buy have a twenty percent markup from manufacturer, so or from uh, from uh, wholesale. So if you're talking about a nine to ten percent increase on top of that, I mean you're talking about almost a you know fifty percent markup beyond the markup that was already there. So it's a pretty steep markup uh, for anybody out there. Every industry is a little different, but a lot of industries have that twenty percent kind of standard starting point. So that's that's yeah. that's hefty. Now, especially if you're looking at an expensive kitchen remodel, anyway, where your cabinets, you know, used to cost you what ten grand, now they're going to cost <laughs> you, you know, significant ten significant grand uh, back in 1960. Hey, when, I'm just uh, I'm trying to play. Out. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I ten grand. For, if you go to IKEA, you yeah, can I was going to say that, that. There you go, a ten a ten See, grand kitchen from can, IKEA. You can do that every two years. I'm trying to help the common people out, folks. I'm trying. <laughs> they're trying. To, they're trying to give you the best product possible. I'm trying to plastic dip your house. Okay. <laughs> yes, <That's laughs> we want to. I'd, I'd like you to be able to keep your kitchen forever, and okay. you should yeah. be able if you do it well and classic. It will last you yep. forever. Absolutely, until somebody comes in and tries to sledgehammer your your aluminum shelving oh. off of the wall. Well, that was never work. good to begin with. <laughs> you really hate that. Well, stuff. Apparently, you can't beat it with a sledge, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the guy whacked it and it bent, you know, but it stayed on the wall, and he was like, "Whoa, this is aluminum." <laughs> I think <laughs> no it might be it that, that might be a storm shelter in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crawl in the cabinets, kids. <laughs> we might have to do one of those episodes on how to build a bunker under your, uh, under yeah. your backyard. Absolutely, yeah, we we could do that with a naked room and a skylight and everything. Oh. You know, and I've I've rethought it. I'm not. Th- I'm thinking not mirrors on the floor. I'm thinking glass floors. Maybe. Glass floors. Yeah. As so, long as so they're the heated, naked room, you want them heated, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. So the naked room is going to be on the second or third level, and yeah. you have glass floors going all the way through down to the yeah. people on the bottom. <laughs> Was he putting a skylight in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. Anything we miss before we get out of here? No. No. Just, Just keep remodeling. Keep, All right. Yep, keep it going. There you go. So Joel Graber, Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. Uh, and again, I'm just, I'm Casey Hendrickson, here to try and keep them honest <laughs> while they try to give you the highest quality possible upgrades to your home. And here I am, plastic dipping and duct taping your house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe take their advice over mine. All right, folks, we appreciate you uh, tuning in to Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Measure Twice. If you have questions for Chris, Joel, or Rob, email them to questions at mtwiceshow.com. And listen again next week on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.